It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jeremy Reeves earns another great honor, and the Washington Commanders are primed to repeat one of the few good things that happened during the 2022 offseason in 2023. Diving into all of that, and we're going to get a little bit personal right now on Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to the Commanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or your Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I am David Harrison. You can find me on Twitter at DHarrison82, a credentialed member of the media covering the Washington Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Today's episode presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. You take two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks. We know you will, too. First-time users get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On at prizepicks.com. Once again, thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listener, your first view of the day typically this is crossover thursday but unfortunately there's no opponent to talk about uh so we're going to move forward to about some other things it's full-blown off-season time here on locked on commanders and we are going to be with you five days a week throughout the off-season guys we are not going anywhere so if you've got specific things you want to talk about at the end of this episode i'm going to drop all the information on how you can reach out to us be a part of the show get into the conversation. But first, we're going to have another conversation, this one involving Washington Commanders special teams ace Jeremy Reeves. Earlier this year, John Bostic called Reeves the best special teams player in the NFL on an appearance on the Locked on Gators podcast with Brandon Olson. Uh, and it appears he's not the only player in the National Football League that feels like that, as Reeves was the only Commanders player named to the Players All-Pro team. Now, what is the Players All-Pro team? You may be asking, this is not the AP All-Pro team, first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro that you hear about every single year and you hear about during Hall of Fame induction ceremonies and all that stuff. No, this is the Players All-Pro team, uh, which was created by the National Football League Players Association, the NFLPA. And according to the NFLPA site, quote, for too long, we have allowed everyone else to define the best of us as players. That ends now. This year, we made the call with the first players all-pro team. 
We compete against each other all season long, watching hours and hours of film week after week after week. And yet we have never had the opportunity to truly use our expertise to select the best of us. We think it is important that players take the time to define ourselves because so far we have allowed everyone else to either pick or dilute our voices. End quote. Uh, that again, according to the NFLPA website, putting out this all pro list presidents of the NFLPA for the players, JC Treader points out uh, some flaws in the other NFL honors around like the Pro Bowl, the NFL Top 100. And I don't think it's an ex- it's, a, it's a coincidence that this is the players all pro team. And then, of course, you have the AP all pro team uh, as well. That is certainly not a coincidence. And Treader points out that in the Pro Bowl, player votes only count for a third of the total votes. Fans get a vote. Coaches and personnel get a vote. Players also get a vote, but they only count for one third of that vote. The NFL Top 100 which, uh, let's be honest, a lot of people look at that as kind of the player's opportunity to voice their opinion, claim who's the best of the best among them. Uh, apparently, that's not how the players view it. According to Treader, uh, again, on the NFLPA website, the NFL Top 100 setup is flawed with linear ranking comparing different positions like quarterbacks versus guard, and then you take them all, stack them 1 to 100, even though they do completely different things, and players don't take it seriously. That is what Treader said. Uh, I agree with the linear flaw. Like, you know, you put up Tom Brady ahead of, I don't know, Devontae Adams. Like, which one's the better athlete? I think you would say Devontae Adams is probably the better athlete, but who's the better football player? Well, they're asked to do completely uh, different things. I think maybe you say Brady's the better overall quarterback in his career, of course, a much longer career. So there's a lot of flaws you can point out there. Certainly uh, agree with Treader uh, on that point. But I don't necessarily agree with Treader's claim that players don't take it all that seriously because I have seen some tweets every year after the NFL Top 100 comes out from players that certainly seems like some of them at least take it seriously. I'm sure some of them don't. There's, there's a, It's a big population of players, so I'm sure some of them don't. But uh, to say that players don't take it seriously as a, as a wide-sweeping claim, I don't think that's actually uh, true. And, uh, and then he points out that the players' all-pro team is the only list Voted on completely by players. So here are the rules. And again, this is on the, from the NFLPA site, pointed out by President J.C. Treader. Uh, here are the rules. Only active NFL players can vote, and only active NFL players are they? And, and I'm sorry, they all get only one vote, so they can't vote multiple times. Uh, if a player in the National Football League misses five or more games as of Week 15, or missed five or more games as of Week 15, they are ineligible. So anybody that missed five or more games. As of week 15, not eligible to be voted for. And they say that is to ensure that they're choosing the best players who had the most impact this season being available counts. You've heard the cliche, the best abilities availability. That's what the NFLPA is going for here with their players all pro uh, list. Players cannot vote for themselves, and they also cannot vote for their own teammates. And I think that's uh, important there. Players vote for the position group they play in and line up against. The example that they give, is that a center, for example, can vote for the best center in the league, the best nose tackle in the league because they face them, the best interior defensive lineman in in the league, and the best off-ball linebacker uh, in the league. Can't vote for edge defenders because edge defenders typically not rushing the center, right? Uh, He said that they had various players, uh, player leaders rather, from each team nominate their two best special teams players, what they're calling core teamers, and that's where Jeremy Reeves comes in for the ballot, because they wanted the locker room to decide who should represent their team in that position. You're talking gunners, cover guys, uh, stuff like that. Not your kickers, your long snappers, your return specials. You're talking about mostly your cover guys as far as gunners 
uh, and all that stuff is concerned. And Treader and the, and the NFLPA says, it will be the first true representation of players recognizing the best of us. We have media awards like the AP, analytics outfits like PFF, and so many others who think they know best, but check back because uh, only the players and or will find out who the who the players and only the players are truly the best in the NFL this season. That was put out the day prior uh, to the to the list being uh, released. I got to be honest, first and foremost, I think the energy here is kind of weird. I don't think uh, that the NFLPA needs to necessarily go after the other awards and, and kind of try to discredit them right uh, to to boost up their own all pro list. I think. People would be interested in the players all pro list, regardless of taking shots at, at media born lists or PFF lists or fan voted lists. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, movies have like fan voted events that are more geared towards the fan, like the MTV movie awards if, or music awards. If they still do those. And like, they also have like the Oscars that's voted on by an Academy. You know what I mean? Like there's room for multiple award types and categories and, and panels. So you know, I, I support the players uh, having their own voted all pro list, but I, I just kind of think the energy about trying to cast shade on the other uh, honors is, is a little weird to be to be quite honest with you. And I don't know how accurate it is. We'll get into how accurate that uh, the other awards don't really have a base of knowledge uh, behind them, while the players list will have the backing of knowledge uh, behind it. And I would argue that uh, nobody media. Uh, PFF, like PFF and as a whole, watches every single game and breaks down all of it, granted, but not every individual of PFF, right? And not every individual in the media, right? Like I watched every Commanders game, but I didn't watch every Cowboys game. And I promise you that Commanders players uh, watched every Commanders game over and over and over and over again through film, um, but they didn't watch every Cowboys game, right? They watched significant chunks of Cowboys games and plays and and certainly things like that, but and then, you know, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, did Commanders players really watch any Arizona Cardinals film? Maybe, you know, if the Cardinals did something against an opponent, you know, sure. But I just I think there's a flaw to every award process, and that's okay. Like, I don't think anything has to be perfect. It's okay that there's flaws. I just think it's kind of weird uh, that Treader is, is kind of going after the other awards to try to boost theirs on top of the backs of those. Like, just let it stand alone. I think it's a great idea anyway, and I think most of you probably would agree. Um, so we're going to break down the list of the all pro. So the play that's, that's the criteria that we've gotten through right there. So a lot of things to unpack there. We're going to get to who actually made the list, including Jeremy Reeves uh, and a little interesting uh, observation that I made about it. So that kind of goes along. And look, I, I dove into it because JC Treader obviously has a problem with other people saying who the best NFL players are. And he wanted NFL players to be the ones to say who they are because they know better than we do out here and that you do as fans who vote for some of this stuff uh, apparently as well. But first, we're going to talk about betonline.net, your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. The latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there from football to basketball and esports. You got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which you probably do because you're listening to this one, you can find those at betonline as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the websites today or use your mobile device to learn more at betonline where the game starts. This episode also brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. I was just playing the game earlier today. Super geeked out about it. I mean, to the point where my wife, now on occasions, has actually said, are you still playing that game or are you playing it even again? Uh, ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise? Of course you have because you're a football fan. It's what we all do. Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely 
for you. In Ultimate Football GM, you manage every strategic aspect of the team. Go through the season, lead your team to glory. Responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of the season. All in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Commanders listeners, you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code Locked On, all word, one word, all caps in the game store. That's Locked On, all caps, all one word. So make sure you check it out today. Download the game by visiting ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM starts your dynasty today. JC Treader of uh, the president of the National Football League Player Association, FLPA, wanted to put out an all-pro list voted on by the players. Players know best, and they're sick of all the other people who don't know best saying who the best in the game is. So they wanted to tell you, they wanted to tell me, they wanted to tell us who the best in the game is. So who are the best in the game? The best quarterback in the game. First team players all-pro offense. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Tight end Travis Kelsey. Wide receiver Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. Running back Josh Jacobs. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk. Offensive lineman, you got Trent Williams, former Washington left tackle Trent Williams. Joel Batonio of the Browns. Lane Johnson for the Philadelphia Eagles. Zach Martin of the Cowboys. Jason Kelsey of Philadelphia Eagles. First team all-pro players, all-pro defense rather. Chris Jones and Aaron Donald leading the defensive line. The edge rushers are Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett. Nose tackle is Dexter Lawrence. Sexy Dexy, as they call him in New York. Off-ball linebackers, you got Roquan Smith, Fred Warner. Free safety is Minka Fitzpatrick. Strong safety is Derwin James. Corners are Pat Sertain II and Darius Slay. Your first team players, all-pro special teams. Kicker, Jason Myers. Punter, Tommy Townsend. Punt returner, Kevante Turpin of the Dallas Cowboys. Kick returner, Cordero Patterson of the Falcons. Core teamer, right, and that's that kind of a, a new uh, position here. Jeremy Reeves of the Washington Commanders, round of applause, and Justin Hardy of the New York Jets. Long snappers, Morgan Cox of the Titans. The teams with the most representation, the Chiefs and Niners each had four. Eagles had three. Raiders, Browns, Cowboys each had two. Vikings, Rams, Giants, Ravens, Steelers, Chargers, Broncos, Seahawks, Falcons, Commanders, Jets, Titans all had one apiece. The Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, Cleveland, or Cincinnati Bengals, rather, Dallas Cowboys, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know. I thought maybe right tackle Tristan Wirfs would get some love here. All not represented on this list. Interesting note. And again, I only looked into this because of the energy that J.C. Treader was putting out with this thing of, of bashing uh, the other lists that don't know what they're talking about. And this one does. Um, every player on the All-Pro players, All-Pro first team member uh, list are Pro Bowlers. Every single one of them, except for kick returner Cordero Patterson. The Pro Bowl only has one return specialist, which is Kevontae Turpin, who is a return specialist on this list. They added another return spot. It's Cordero Patterson. I don't know if Cordero Patterson would have been a Pro Bowl returner if they added another spot, but Cordero Patterson, the only one uh, there. So again, weird energy uh, for putting out this list. I like the list. Don't get me wrong, but I just think the energy behind it is a little weird. If you're doing things out of hate or spite, like I don't know if I, I support the, the the spirit of it. But anyway, we appreciate you making the Locked On Commanders podcast first listen. Make sure you also check out Locked On NFL, your daily conversation, your biggest NFL stories, in-depth analysis, and the biggest games. Something just landed on me. Uh, and on Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL available on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. The Commanders rookie class in 2022 looks like a pretty 
stinking good one. And the next one could be just as good if the team can work out a trade similar to the one it did in the first round of the 2022 NFL draft. Let's rewind to last April. Washington Commanders traded back from 11th overall in the first round to the 16th pick in the first round. Subsequently, they a trade that they that, that they got there or a pick that they got there was also involved in a trade with the Carolina Panthers to add some more late round uh, draft capital. Because of that trade, the Washington Commanders ended up getting wide receiver Jahan Dotson, running back Brian Robinson Jr., quarterback Sam Howell, and tight end Cole Turner. The New Orleans Saints, who moved up to number 11, got wide receiver Chris Olave. The Carolina Panthers, who were involved in the trade that ended up netting a quarterback Sam Howell and tight end Cole Turner, ended up with linebacker Brandon Smith and defensive end Amari Barno. I would say the Commanders won that trade. That's me personally. Uh, did pretty good moving back to number 16. Now, in this year's draft, the Washington Commanders are going to start at pick 16. They're not going to start at 11 like they did last year. They're going to start with the 16th overall pick in the first round. And there is a potential here that the Washington Commanders could basically repeat what they did last year as far as moving back, adding draft picks. And if they draft as well as they did this year, I know Cole Turner didn't get used in the ways that we thought with a new offensive coordinator. Maybe that changes. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but certainly some talent there. I can tell you that. You guys saw it in the preseason, heard about it during training camp. And trust me, it's it's still there. Uh, Sports Illustrated's most recent mock draft has the commanders sticking at 16 and taking Florida interior lineman Osiris Torrance. Uh, big guy, massive type of interior lineman. Does project to some to maybe kick out to tackle. To me, you kind of already got that guy. You got Sam Cosme, who's kind of a bigger dude interior offensive lineman who can kick out to tackle. I don't know that I want to draft a second one to match it. I think you're looking for complementary pieces here, not like pieces, if that if that makes sense. No knock on Osiris Torrance, and there's still plenty of time in the draft evaluation process. That's just kind of my initial January 12th uh, look at Osiris Torrance and how he would fit with the Washington Commanders. Also, it's pick 16. The Draft Network put out a recent mock draft. They actually went a different direction. They went to defense, which... Some of you might kick back a little bit and say defense was a strong suit of the team last year. Need to focus on bulking up the offense. I got you. I'm with you. Doesn't necessarily mean going defense in the first round is a bad idea, but probably not the direction most people are looking at. South Carolina cornerback Cam Sims, Cam Sims uh, is the guy that gets picked there. So you'd have Cameron Curl and Cam Sims in the same secondary for the Washington Commanders. Cam Manders, I don't know. Um, Again, sticking with the 16th overall pick. But what if the Washington Commanders want to trade back? Right? So I kind of looked at this. And seven picks later, after pick 16, right, the New York Giants in the Draft Network's mock draft select Minnesota interior offensive lineman John Michael Schmitz. John Michael Schmitz is a guy who projects to be a guard or a center. And I think that's really intriguing because Washington Commanders need a center. Love Chase really to death. Love what he brings to the team. Love what he does on the field. But he's not there very often. Going back to the NFLPA's own list, availability is the is the best ability, right? Chase Rulier, under no fault of his own, right, just simply has not been available. So if you can go ahead and trade back to, say, pick 22, pick 23, and get, grab yourself some more mid to late round draft capital, stock up some draft picks for later rounds, and get yourself potential starting center or – Maybe a starting guard if you already have a center figured out through free agency or however you want to work it. Whatever it is, adding interior offensive line depth, certainly, certainly valuable. 
uh, and will help protect uh, whoever's playing quarterback in 2023. But if the Giants are holding that pick, which again, right now the Giants are only holding the pick as a projection because the playoffs have to happen. And whatever happens in the playoffs is going to shuffle up uh, picks 19 to 32. So maybe the Giants won't hold that pick and maybe they'll actually hold an earlier pick or a later pick depending on what they do in the playoffs. But if they do hold that pick and the commanders don't want to trade inside the division, certainly reasonable. They could go back to pick 25 where the Los Angeles Chargers, again, according to the Draft Network, took Ohio State right tackle Dewan Jones. You trade back even further, you net yourself even more late-round picks, mid-round picks, because you're going to have to pay more, right? Uh, and what's interesting about that is drafting a true right tackle, especially from a blue-blood program, power-five program like Ohio State, who's provided a lot of NFL linemen over the years. Now, let's be honest, Washington Commanders, I mean, not every player necessarily is a hit, right? But there's been some successful ventures uh, diving into the Ohio State talent pool, right? Not everyone, just some. You take Dewan Jones, you put him at right tackle, and you move Sam Cosme into right guard. Now the right side of your offensive line is secure, and you have more picks moving into the future. Either way, whichever option you like is good, but the point is, maybe sitting at a 16, you get one lineman, sure, but if you move back from 16, you still get another solid, you still get a solid lineman, either a center or a guard or a right tackle. Beautiful. And you get yourself some more picks for the future. We know that GMs love to wheel and deal during the NFL draft. So just food for thought. We'll talk plenty more about the draft prospects, ideas, trade back scenarios, all of those things, because it's that time of year. And you know what? It's also time for me to get a little personal with you guys, if you bear with me enough to, to do it. But before we do that, we're going to talk about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and the calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. And I know most people, their goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, you want to eat a little healthier, but you don't want to compromise the taste, then you have got to try Built Bars. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. There's, they're so delicious, you're not even going to know they're good for you. Perfect for any New Year's resolution or just for a snack, even if it's not your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. Real chocolate. Not imitation chocolate, not artificial sweetener chocolate, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how they do it, but the bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros if you're into that sort of thing. What's even better is they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now you don't even have to wait to get your box from Built.com. still can go to Built.com, but if you just can't wait, go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club because heading to your nearest Walmart today, go to the pharmacy section. You can get yourself a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're close enough to a Sam's Club, run in there and grab yourself a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You'll thank me later. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found... Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and 
free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up today's episode getting a little personal here. We spent a lot of time together, right? You guys let us into your lives, right? You let us into your, your routines, right? Some of you listen to us on your drive to work, drive to school, drive home from work, school, in your office, in your homes, in the gym, wherever, man, you know, and, and, we, and we appreciate it. And I think that Chris and I are eternally blessed uh, to be in this position and for you all to allow us into your lives for one day, two days, five days a week. Hopefully it's five days a week. If it's not five days a week, come on, guys, give us, give us another day. Uh, but whatever it is, we are eternally blessed and grateful to have you uh, in, in, in enjoying or, or consuming what we're putting out and hopefully enjoying it, right? So yesterday, well, Tuesday rather, um, as we're recording this would be yesterday, but Tuesday was kind of the official close to of landmark for me personally so that's why i want to get a little personal and you guys like i said you share your time with uh, with us so i want to kind of let you in a little bit to my personal story right and some of you may have heard this before in in bits and pieces but let's let's rewind all the way back to why i started doing sports media and that to do that you have to go back to april 26 2012. that's when one of the best people i've ever known on this planet uh, a very dear friend of mine was killed in Afghanistan. When that happened, as it often does for people, when a, when a loved one is, is killed like that and suddenly taken away from you, it rocked me, right? And, and set me on a path of just trying to figure out what was next. He and I, and for those of you interested, Staff Sergeant Dick Olson Lee, uh, military working dog handler for the United States Army, was killed uh, uh, by an improvised explosive device. He and I go back to our time in Missouri together. We were in Germany together, deployed to Iraq at the same time and, and cross paths, right? I mean, just a lot of a lot of intersecting experiences. We would always talk about really three main things: family, football, and the future. And man, we were gonna we were gonna run the army's military war. You don't even know. We were we were gonna just dominate that thing. And to a certain extent, I achieved a lot of the things that we had talked about trying to do. Um and I'm super proud of that, you know what I mean? But something that I always did is I carried him with me. But as I kind of started looking forward to saying, what am I going to do past the Army? Because I'm not going to, I joined the Army at 17, you know, 20 years as retirement time. You don't have to retire 20 years, but you can. I didn't want to be one of these guys that spent 40 years in the Army. Not that I didn't love every minute of it. I just wanted something different, right? So I knew I had to figure out what I was going to do next. And again, we always talked football. We always talked future. So I knew what I wanted to do needed to deal with football. Uh, let's be honest. I'm going to say that by that time and age, I was nowhere near being able to join an NFL roster, but we're going to be real with each other. I was never going to join an NFL roster, young or old. Didn't matter. Trust me. Just didn't have, one, the work ethic, honestly. I've got a pretty good work ethic now. Didn't back then. Um, and certainly didn't have the skills. So what's the next best option, right? Well, media. And I, my entire career, I'd been kind of told by other people when we talk football, like, man, you need to be doing this for a living. You need to be one of the guys on ESPN and, and all that stuff. And I kind of laughed it off, right? I think a lot of people kind of laughed that kind of thing off. Well, when that happened, eventually I got to the point where I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I reached out to some people and I found a site where I started writing for free. And, and that's kind of crazy because a lot of people say, look, you know, you if you 
are worthy of pay, make sure you get your pay. I decided to go that route to begin with, and I'm not going to take the entire story, right? Ended up graduating from Arizona State University uh, with a bachelor's degree in mass communication and, and journalism. Uh, went from that free site to getting a paid gig at another site to getting a paid gig at another site. Eventually, uh, I land here on Locked On Commanders with Chris Russell. He introduces me to Mike Fisher with the Sports Illustrated Fan Nation group. He brings me on to the site, and, uh, you know, eight seasons later, covering the Washington commanders for you guys in person on a daily basis and, and living the dream quite honestly. And, you know, I just, I wanted to express my gratitude to all of you um, because something that you guys aren't aware of is I've got a little tradition that I do. It doesn't matter what stadium I'm in or what game it is, what the weather is like, even rain. So, you know, cold, uh, I walk around the stadium when it's empty, we get in uh, as media, we get to get in a little bit earlier than the fans do. So I take the moment, I take a little bit of moment, I walk around the stadium while it's empty. I just kind of listen to the echoes. Um, when when Sean Taylor's family was at FedEx, that's how I actually crossed paths with them as I was taking my walk and they were getting a tour uh, around the stadium and then the shop and the memorial uh, installation. And so that's when I happened to kind of cross over them, um, which was kind of a surreal moment. Uh, but then before I leave every stadium, I go out onto the field and I just kind of look around, man. And I know like we all make fun of Russell Wilson stand at the 50 yard line with his arms out, right? But I look, it's cheesy, maybe, you know what I mean? But I go out there and I appreciate it um, every week. And I thank, I thank Dick for his friendship and for helping me uh, get the motivation to be here. And I would rather have him here, honestly. Um, but this means a lot to me. Uh, and you guys mean a lot. So... As we wrap up the season, uh, it's not the way we wanted it to go. You know, I wish we were talking about wild card football, and I'm sure you guys do too. Uh, but I just want to share a little bit of myself with you guys uh, because, like I said, you share part of your lives with us. And I wanted to appreciate that and kind of reciprocate that and kind of let you know a little bit of where this comes from. This season, uh, it's, it's a dream come true, guys. So I appreciate you guys helping make that happen. And uh, we appreciate you again for making Locked On Commanders podcast your first listener, your first view of the day. For your second listen, please check out Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL available on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. And hey, look, I'm a pinch hitter on Locked On NFL. Sometimes when one of the hosts can't go, I fill in. So sometimes you'll see me or hear me there as well. If you've got questions or topics about anything we talked about today, Scott Turner, the future of the OC, future draft picks, coaching, players, whatever you want, send them in to us, LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com, or hit us up in the DMs, LO Commanders on Twitter. Hit the DMs, they're open. We want to hear from you guys. We want to have your input, uh, especially this offseason as we go. If you disagree, that's fine. We only ask you to be respectful. We'll be respectful back. I'm David Harrison of Commander Country on Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, credentialed member of the media on Twitter at DHarrison82. I want to thank you for making this show your first listen of the day and involving us again in your football routine and your lives. If you're out and about, please be safe and kind. And look, if you're a Washington Wizards fan, Washington Wizards fan, make sure you check out my work and everybody's amazing work at Inside the Wizards, also a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, where I literally just joined the staff there uh, to help them provide full-scale coverage of their team. As always, I want to thank you for joining me on tonight's episode of the Locked On Commanders Podcast.
Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 